welcome back to the Can't Take a Joke podcast. Happy you're joining us. What's up? What's happening? What's going on, man? <laughs> Today we're joined by my good buddy Tyler. Tyler, well, you know what? I'm not going to do it. Go ahead. Give everyone a little background on yourself. Um, my name is Tyler. I am um, a powerlifter, top in the state. Uh, whoa, no I, didn't, I didn't know that. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa. Take a step what? back. <laughs> top in the state? Uh, yeah. Hopefully, top in the nation after this year. And uh, we'll see where that goes. Holy shit, Tyler. I didn't know that when you walked through the door. That's <laughs> sick, dude. All right, so fuck it. Let's just go right into it. What do you mean top in the state? Like, what, that is it competition-wise? Uh, yeah. Uh, it goes based on your total. So um, right now I'm sitting at number one. Okay, so can you explain it like we're five years old and we don't understand <laughs> powerlifting competitions because none of us do. All right. So give us the most detailed description of how they work. So uh, you walk in, uh, you get three attempts on each lift, squat, bench, deadlift. In that order, freaking, once you're done, whoever has the biggest total wins, lightest weight, lifter wins. Damn. Lightest weight, lifter? Yeah. Is it like weight class, like wrestling? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And you're, where are you in the in state of Virginia? Like what place are you in? I'm in first place, state of Virginia. What? In what league? In uh, uh, USAPL. Okay, I don't know what that is, but yeah, that's what, fucking wait, what awesome. Is, what is that? That's a USA powerlifting. They're also like teamed up with like international powerlifting. Mm. So if uh, you win nationals, you get on the national team, and you compete against everyone. Oh shit! Damn, dude, that's so cool. So you get to go travel for this? Yeah. That's awesome. Have you traveled before for this? I've gone to New York. Is the farthest I've gone. Um, yeah, I broke a few records there, but that was years ago. Damn, but I mean, still going up to New York for a competition, like what, was it in a giant gym or was it a stadium? It was a super small gym, actually. Um, just a little local meet just to get my feet wet. My, my first meet, actually. So, yeah. Wow. And on your first meet, you were breaking records? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's so cool. That is cool. So, I'm like, what's your favorite thing to do with that? Uh, just heading to the gym, work out. Honestly, gym. Um, what what got you into wanting to powerlift or wanting to take it that far? Or like, when you were in your workout career, I guess in your personal life, what made you be like, I could actually like train and compete for this? So, um, I was originally training for football. I ended up being like the strongest one on my team, um, but then I started getting into like bodybuilding, and that just wasn't doing it for me. So I. I saw some dudes like lifting some heavy ass weight. I was like, damn, that's that's cool as fuck. <laughs> I want to be that guy right there, like the yeah. bi the big big motherfuckers, like like Terry Crews and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, that's so, um, you want to take us? Can you take us through like what your typical like training day is? Like like specifically what like things you do, how you work? I guess. Um, Jesus, how much do you eat? Yeah, that too. Honestly, these days not much because I'm I'm cutting for a meat currently. But um, <clears throat> on a on a normal training day, probably like three or four hours, freaking warming up, stretching, <clears throat> taking my time on on sets, making sure I don't fucking pull anything or hurt myself. And then after that, I'm doing a bunch of cardio and um, and accessory work. Okay, but you're a power lifter, so like your workout compared to mine is gonna be astronomically different. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, so like you're you're definitely in the gym for three hours, like two, three hours. Honestly, 
half of that time is spent just resting. Yeah, if I'm being honest. I, yeah, I mean that's with, it's with being pa- smart about with it. powerlifting. I'm not an expert, but I did used to do heavy weight. You actually you're taking like three minutes. You're like literally taking a nap between each set. Yeah, yeah. Like there's me. I saw a meme one time. It was like powerlifters be like, and then they do one rep, and then the dude got on a cot and got a freaking blanket <laughs> and went to sleep, and then he just takes a nap between each set. Is that just because? I mean, so like if you're working, if you're going for endurance, you're going to want to use lighter weight, higher reps. But if you're really going for powerlifting, you're doing the max weight right off the bat. Yeah. So you're just tearing the shit out of your muscles. Yeah. Yeah, and so, like scientifically, you gotta let your ATP um, ATP rest. Uh, fuck, do you know what that? I can't. I can't <laughs> even remember what it stands for. But, <laughs> but you know what it AT, is. Yes, ATP is. He'll look it up. ATP is the energy that your muscles use to put up. No, weight. it's the Association of Tennis Professionals. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. That makes sense though, because it's like. You're using up more energy, yeah, like throughout that lift. Yeah. So you got to give yourself that. To extra give time. you more of an understanding, because I'm not a freaking biologist. Eight, when you take creatine, the way creatine works is it holds ATP to your muscles, so your muscles use more of it, and you can lift more. If mm. when you take creatine, have you taken creatine? Of course. Of course. If you're a powerlifter, you got to take creatine. And by Wait, the way, ATP is just transport proteins. Pre- yeah, dude, we that's the shit we le- we learned about that shit in like sixth grade. Holy shit, that's been a long time, dude. We need to. I didn't even remember that. that shit later on. Yeah, it. Um, it's so it, it, it's it's the energy your muscles use when you're doing short bursts of like big lifts. Like it in terms of endurance, it's not the same. Like right. if you take creatine, it's not going to affect your endurance. It affects your strength because if uh, when you take the creatine. That's why people get bloated when you take... Do you know what creatine is? Yeah, and when you stop taking creatine, you look like a fucking flattened yeah, balloon. Yeah, it holds water and ATV to your muscles, so it cushions them more and allows you to lift more. It's the same thing if, like... That's why most power... Correct me if I'm wrong. That's why most power lifters are fat, because it... When you have more cushion around your muscle, it's protecting them more, and they can lift more. You're, like, bloated yeah. almost. Well, I know you, like... Right? I always tried to avoid creatine, um... Because I just saw, like, I had some buddies who would use creatine. I was really into, li- like, actually lifting yeah, every dude, day. I saw this dude with a weight. fucking training mask on one time. It was yeah, like Darth Vader dude, shit I, yeah. my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I used to be serious about that shit. Like, I was, I was a big kid. I was 225. I'm, like, 160 now. But um, I was taking just BCAAs and mask game, but I was trying to avoid a lot of additives. Because when you get a mask builder, it's just so many additives you're not really getting what you need Mm -hmm. tyler what um do you take supplements what do you what are your recommendations (laughs) professional recommendations number one in the in the state (laughs) uh no i don't really take anything other than uh sometimes i take salt i put it in my gatorade before i work out is that right what does that what does that do that achieves the same effect as like creatine for real so if you're not looking to Uh, bloat you up and like cushions like cushions your muscles yeah just helps with water retention stuff like that okay yeah that's sick. I'm gonna have to try that. that then. So you don't take anything <laughs> aside from salt and Gatorade. Yeah, pretty Damn. much. Like no supplements at all. <laughs> nah. Not even steroids. <laughs> you're, not, you're not putting a, a syringe in your ass. Nah. Do you count calories? Yeah. yeah How yeah. many do you aim for in a day? Um, these days it's only like. Cause you're cutting. Yeah. But say you weren't cutting, how many would you aid like aim for? Uh, probably. 3100 around there. Oh Good my god, god. <laughs> dude! I'm getting like 800. I wait, 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 yeah. that's that's like your that's your maintenance. 
Uh, that's that's when I'm trying to bulk to like maybe like 175. But for real? Yeah. They, see, they just said good God. Like my maintenance was like when I'm trying to bulk, I'm eating like 4,000. Yeah, for you're fat. For us, that's a lot. <laughs> Dude, it went away. It's gone. Look no, at it. Andrew's not actually fat. We just give him shit. Yeah, he was fat when we started this. <laughs> Well, for us, 3,100 calories is a lot. Yeah, like, holy shit, dude. That's three days. For you think me. that's... Dude, you know who Eddie Hall is, right? Yeah. Have you watched the way he eats, like, when he was a strong man? Yeah, that's terrifying. He eats... Strong men are ridiculous. They're scary. Eddie Hall... What's that dude, he, Thor? Um, oh, I know his name. <laughs> that's that's his nickname, but the, you're talking about the Game of Thrones guy. No. Like, the guy who no, plays this Thor? this dude... No, his name is actually Thor. And of course he's, it is. He's one of the strong men. He towers over the mountain from Game of Thrones. That is the mountain from Game of Thrones. (laughs) Dude, it's not. I know exactly who you're talking about. He's he's from like Norwegian. Norwegia? Is that right? Norwegian. Norway. Norway. No, he's from Norway, but he's Norwegian. Yes. Typically, that's how it goes. What does DRC stand for? All right. Dude, that's literally the mountain from Game of Thrones. He's a strong man. He actually just yeah. beat Eddie. So Eddie Hall, to anyone who doesn't know who he is, he did hold the rec- world record for the... Wait, it is. It's the same person. Yeah, I know. <laughs> for the biggest deadlift. He had like a th- about 1,152 pounds or some shit. What the fuck? Yeah, bro. He pulled it up. I saw the video. It was insane. Wait, he, he bent? He lifted that deadlifted yeah you know what a deadlift is yeah okay so he pulled that shit up and then just to piss everyone off and show everyone he's a beast he was like he's sitting there like this with it in his hand for like 30 seconds he's like (laughs) (laughs) and like the crowd's just like "Ah!" and he's just sitting there and then he drops it how much was this weight no i gotta look it up yeah you said 1100 it is uh tyler do you think you could carry an airplane across a, a landing strip no. <laughs> have you seen the videos of people doing that Five, 500 that kilograms no, people 1102 pounds oh my god 1102 pounds but who carries Thor, an airplane no, Thor people. that guy he just recently beat it by like a pound <laughs> Are you kidding, dude? When you're when you're picking that shit up he can attest to it an extra pound makes a whole lot yeah, of I bet. but who carries airplanes no dude, dude so that's what they do when they compete no, I remember <laughs> I would go through like well, Guinness World Records as a little kid and like you see the people pulling airplanes with like hooks in their skin and it's like, ooh, what the fuck? That sounds like some but old people, kind of torture. People okay, that is not chains. strong, man. I don't... Okay, but people still take chains and carry cargo yeah. planes or trains across like train cars. I've, I've seen train carts, yeah, them like, doing that. It's ridiculous. Have you seen them like laying down and pulling a, a, a truck? Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen, seen that. Could no. you, you think you could do that? No, nah, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, the mountain. His name is Half Thor Bjorg, Bjorgensen. Half, <laughs> half Thor? Half, half, half Thor Bjorgensen. Half Thor. How many like accent symbols are in that name? A lot. <laughs> but, but yeah, Thor is in his name. They just call him Thor, but it's, it's, it's half, like half Thor. Thor. The ma- it's literally the mountain. He got 11,004 pounds. Jesus. That but, dude's like eight feet tall. Wait, yeah. so Have Tyler, you seen his girlfriend? It, oh, she's like what? Like she's three like five feet tall? Feet. She's like my size. <laughs> I feel so. Hey, well, it's like um, oh, fu- I don't even know why I just based on his name. It's like all these celebrities who are huge, like like 
have like these little petite girlfriends who they probably just smash. Tyler, you're walking down the street and you see a little petite girl on the road, but then, oh no, there's a car accident and uh, uh, like let's say a Prius flips over what? and this girl gets caught underneath of it and you just find this strength. Do you think you'd be able to lift a Prius like an inch or a foot off the ground? Oh, definitely. Well, they definitely. Easy. What's your deadlift, Max? Um, <laughs> like 650 range. Jesus fucking God. Christ, bro. What's Damn. yours? I don't know. I don't do it anymore. Uh, I don't, don't, do I don't, like I don't max out anymore. I, so I fucking crazy. tried to pull it. That's why my back's been hurting for so long. <laughs> That's why I don't live because my shit's fucked from maxing out. <laughs> I can't use my <laughs> knees the, anymore. The most I've ever done was like 375. And, and then, you did 650? Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Wow. Look at, look at this guy. <laughs> yeah. Give me like three months and I could do that. <laughs> no, the second you start drinking again, you're, you're going to be like, no. <laughs> Shut up, man. But yeah, no. So Thor beat it by two pounds, and now he holds the world record. Um, and they have. So, would you? What do you think the difference is between a strong man and a power lifter? Well, first off, they weigh like two hundred pounds more than the the top uh, weight classes. And um, other than that, the rules are like completely different. Do you know the rules? Like, have you ever? Do you <clears throat> keep it keep up with the strongman competitions? Um, honestly, the only rule I know is for deadlift. Like, they allow hitching, which is like um, you can like throw your body against the bar to like gain leverage. Mm-hmm. Throw your body against the bar. Yeah. What does that mean? Like, you know how how you see those like deadlift fail videos where people are like like trying to like kind of like yeah, they're the trying air. to like. Get yeah. it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's cameras. allowed in strongman. It's not allowed it's, in like powerlifting. Oh, uh, oh. Do you mean when they're like? like <clears throat> yeah. Oh, oh I see. Cameras. They're trying so to use way. the momentum to pull it up. Yeah, yeah. But oh, you okay. can't do that with which one? You can't do that with powerlifting. Um, powerlifting, everything is super, super strict. Oh, really? Yeah, and you have like three dudes like right next to you in case it drops. And then you got three dudes staring at your ass and everything, like every <laughs> angle. So make sure to make right sure out. you're doing like every single like piece correctly yeah does that get yeah. annoying it does because uh, some of the judges especially in virginia they're just dumb they it'll be a good lift and they'll be like oh no you're you suck even though they probably couldn't do it themselves yeah. it's like you try bro hey man i'd be careful they made you number one <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> so um do you see yourself doing powerlifting like for like a good amount of time yeah, yeah. Like, what's what's your goal with it? Uh, my goal is to, um, hopefully, sometime achieve like an, a spot on the national team. Freaking, my coach, my coach seems like like the United seems, States Olympic team. No, nah, it's not part of the Olympics. Um, that's what like people are trying to to get it to be part of the Olympics, but it hasn't been passed yet. So who does the United? I mean, what's the if it's not the Olympics? <coughs> is it just you travel across the world? So it's a federation called like IPF, International Powerlifting Federation. So uh, they do like all that stuff, and once you're on there, um, yeah, you got to like requalify every single year. That's dope, man. Hmm. How do you qualify? So um, from nationals, from USAPO nationals, they take the top three lifters in every weight class, and they put them on a the team. And you're the top one for your weight class? I've actually never been to nationals. Every time I freaking qualified or something, something's been down, COVID, um, got canceled, got uh, moved. So, yeah, I haven't I haven't been to nationals yet. Well, hey, so. man, you've had that extra time to train. You're ready for it. Yeah. When When is the next meet? Uh, my next meet is May 22nd. It's at Virginia States for, for money. 
That's how much? Money, how man. much? Uh, yeah, how much money? Like, do you win? Uh, like, how much money comes? What's your along? bounty? Yeah, what's the bounty? What's the booty? For this meet, it's a thousand bucks for top lifter. Good God, man! You're gonna start lifting picking now? something up. <laughs> Pick it up, put it down. Thousand bucks. But normally, you're just losing money, dude, because they don't pay you most of the time. Do you have to pay to register? Yeah. How much? Uh, this meet was like one ninety five. Oh, and if you I mean, don't, if you don't like, if you don't get first place, you don't get anything. Yeah, you just get a nothing. I mean, I guess at that point you're kind of just believing in yourself. <laughs> so one ninety five isn't that bad, though. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> what is the culture like in the powerlifting world? Like, how are how do people act? Everyone's uh, super cool. They're super supportive. Of course, you get those like dickhead high schoolers that think they're the shit. <laughs> the chads. Yeah. No, those are chads. chads. <laughs> those those are betas. Yeah. Is there is it like clicky? Um, it can be. Yeah, it can be for sure. Does it just like depend on where the meat is or like who the people are, something like that? Yeah, who the people are, or like if um someone thinks they're like super popular, they'll like start acting like a fucking influencer. <laughs> mm. Who is the most popular person in in that world, like in your league? Like the, okay, so like actually, let me take that back. Is there like a status symbol in 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 that particular league? Like there's people at the top, people at the bottom. Oh yeah, of course. Like in this area or throughout the entire country. Um, in this area, this area is actually super big. Big. There's tons of uh, top lifters here, and uh, Texas is a big one too. Hmm. Of course, it's fucking Texas. <laughs> just benching horses and shit down there. <laughs> Dude, is that what you think Texas cattle? is? <laughs> yeah, bro. I was in Texas twice at Dallas Fort Worth, and then oh. I immediately got on another plane and left. So, so you know, yeah, I've been to Dallas Airport twice too. <laughs> I've never been to Dallas. Never actually explored Texas. I uh-huh. know a couple people down in Texas. So if we want to take a trip, we got a place to stay. <laughs> I know two people who who are in Texas. Oh wait, no, they live in Arizona now. <laughs> so no. <laughs> You're a silly goose. Indeed. So, um, what what weight class do you have to get down to for your next meet? Um, seventy four kg, which is uh one sixty three point eight pounds. What um, are you now? Yeah, I'm pro- I'm sitting around one sixty seven ish. Oh, for five weeks. Yeah. Easy Wait, yeah. and you have to be at what? One sixty three. So you got to lose five pounds. Yeah. Didn't you say this to me like two weeks ago, and you're like twenty pounds heavier? I mean, yeah, that was that was the bloat from my meal, I believe. It was like, I was in that... Uh, you just go take a shit and it went away? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, same though. So it's safe to say that you're passionate about what you're doing. Oh, definitely. So this is something you're going to keep up in the long term, like... Honestly, maybe for like five more years and I'm done. My Did, body can't handle why it. Yeah. Oh, you say, is that why you say five I was about years? to say, are you ever like worried about like the long-term repercussions? Because like a, a really, like that's why Eddie Hall stopped doing Strongman because all the doctors said like, you're going to fucking kill yourself. Yeah, my, my knees are already fucked. I feel, I'm like, feel like an 80 year old man, dude. <laughs> and you're 22, 23? 22. 22? Yeah. yeah. My knees already suck. And it just gets worse from there. Too. It doesn't get better. Yeah. My um, I'm the youngest person in this room. I can't get up off my knees without using my hands to help myself. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should run again. <laughs> well, well, dude, I'm I'm running like twice, like probably four times a week now. That's good. Yeah, how much cardio do you do? Because I know you're supposed to when you're doing powerlifting, you're not supposed to do a lot of cardio. Um, I do a good amount, uh, like 15 minutes after every workout. For the most part just to be able to like keep your blood flowing like yeah. so you can do it yeah do you like running or rowing more 
I've rowing. never, I've never rowed. Dude, rowing's intense. I love that. Rowing's shit. pretty fun. I actually like it. Okay. I kind of want to get one of those little boats, like the guy, like like Jim, Jim John Krasinski and in, in um, um Jack Ryan. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. The, oh yeah. The opening episode, the he's like team. in the rivers of rowing. Like that seems cool as shit. <laughs> it's it's hard, dude. Sitting at the rowing machine, that's cardio. I used to love that, man. I don't know. Would you ever so? Like what's once after that five years is up? Would you look at starting your own gym, starting your own powerlifting? I guess tutoring. Oh yeah, uh, that's actually a goal of mine right now. Hell yeah! Um, I have a business called Blackout Strength. I want to transition that to like a Blackout Strength gym. Hell yeah! Shout out Blackout Strength Gym. Everyone check it out. It's gonna be our first sponsor. <laughs> Nah, look at that laugh. No, it's not. No, we're going to be the first sponsor. <laughs> He's laughing at you, not with you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure, bud. How far do you want to take that business? Um, honestly, I just want to, first off, I want to make it like the first, the best like powerlifting gym in the area. So that's, that's the main goal, honestly. So you want to, you want to beat the shop? Yeah, definitely. The shops, the shops become like hella clicky. So I don't, I've never been there and they don't know what the shop is. I'm assuming. Can you explain what the shop, like what? the shop is as a gym uh the shop gym is like <clears throat> has everything powerlifting equipment weightlifting equipment and everything for like the bodybuilders like a playground for for gym goers but um they just opened a new one recently it's been uh it's been crazy everyone's going there but it's turned into like an influencer type gym and that's not really well like everyone yeah, with cameras not, and shit yeah everyone's always like filming themselves probably doing workouts so yeah. you're not here for the bullshit. You're here to lift. Yeah, for sure. So that's what's up. Not for respect. the attention that comes with lifting. Yeah. That's what powerlifters are supposed to do. Yeah. That's why you're number one in the state. <laughs> About to be number one in the nation. How many pull-ups can you do? Last time I checked was like three years ago. I got 32. Let's have a pull-up contest. Ooh, I can do 26. I'm almost a champion powerlifter. <laughs> Dude, he's, right, got a whole, he's got a whole little gym in that room over there. Yeah, it's pretty oh, sweet. Yeah, right on that corner. It's not that sweet. <laughs> I have a bench, uh, a punching bag, <laughs> and things. a pull-up and dip bar. I mean, yeah. Let's have a pull-up contest. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, you said, remind me the name of the business again? Uh, Blackout Strength. Okay, so uh, how'd, you, how'd you get the inspiration for that? I was sitting in my room literally, fucking just bored because uh, COVID lockdown. Um, so you started it over COVID? Yeah, and, cool. and it just came to me, for, honestly. I so you like, handled yeah, COVID the right way. Kind of cool. Yeah. What, what, do you, what do you guys sell? Uh, t-shirts right now, uh, shorts and, and uh, joggers coming in the fall. Okay. Yeah. How did you get set up with the, uh, the merchandising? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, you're, you're pushing out t-shirts and, and all that, like your own merch, I guess. Um, is that, I mean, are you making those yourself or do you have a manufacturer? Um, I'm making some of them myself, uh, for the most part though, is going through a manufacturer. Cool. How are you making them yourself? Uh, just a heat press in my closet. <laughs> I mean, it's still cool as shit. Yeah. Wait, how does that, how does, do you just have like a, like a design template and you just put it on like a black shirt? Yeah, it's, it's just a bunch of like vinyl uh, sheets and just, yeah, black shirt. Oh. Just like so guys, if you press. go to Blackout Strength and you buy a shirt, you can rest assured knowing that it's handmade by Tyler. Yeah, man. Yes, sir. No sweatshops here. Because <laughs> he cares about you guys what we like to see do you see yourself expanding to like powerlifting equipment as well like with the brand name on it no nah, definitely not why i i don't see much of a market there honestly why do you say that because there's already like rogue um 
ER racks makes like the best products and stuff. So there's no point. So what's stopping you from making the best product? I, I don't know how to get into that, man. Nothing's impossible. That's true. Dude, you could put a monopoly on that. All right. So what we're going to do is because I can tell you're a good, honest person and I want to see you succeed, even though I just fucking met you because I can tell you're doing some good shit. And I'm going to make Andrew hook you up with this man named Ushindi, who's going to fucking help you get this shit taken off because that's the boy who's going to give you a hand. <laughs> That's putting him on the spot and he's not even here, but all right. Dude, <laughs> Ushindi's a good guy. Yeah. Ushindi was here last time and yeah. it was the most motivating hour I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah, right? It was good. Dude left and I went and ran three miles until I threw up. He did. <laughs> did you actually throw up? Yeah, I threw up. You're gross, bro. Like, that's not healthy. Yeah, I know. Like that, uh, You ran motivated. until you your body was like, you need to stop. Well, I ran three miles and then I stopped and then I was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. And then I threw up. Did you just like just walk outside and just start running as fast as you could? No, I have an elliptical upstairs. Oh, you did. So you didn't run. There's no elliptical upstairs. Yeah. Where? My parents' room. Oh, that's not running. So you didn't run. You elliptical until you threw up. Yep. <laughs> okay. Now we're getting to the bottom of it. <laughs> um. So as far as the gym, what's your time frame for that? Like, when when do you want to open that up? I want to say like four years. Forty years. Four. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes more. Calm down, buddy. <laughs> How, do you want to like compete with the shop and tell all those fuckers to come over to your gym? Honestly, it, it won't even be in the area, so it won't compete. But is it gonna be like a CT Fletcher type thing where you're just screaming in everyone's ears? <laughs> nah, nah. Wait, so are you looking to to start a a gym where people can come work out, or a gym where people can come to start professionally? Dwight Troops Gym for Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> um, a gym where people can work out, um, but definitely like the most like dedicated people so no pussy boys yeah like half the people at gold's gym so borderline competitive yeah for sure sweet so jake wouldn't be allowed in there <laughs> yeah no dude i'm half fast in this shit i wouldn't make it either it's gonna take me two years to get my abs back <laughs> this rate fuck got two weeks till summer uh, you're not gonna make it i'm not gonna make it it's gonna be tragic <laughs> what's the gym gonna be called uh, blackout strength. Yeah, yeah Jesus, Andrew. What are you talking? <laughs> he said it. He said it four times, and we did a shout out. My so bad, bro. <laughs> going to all these competitions, getting yourself set up. You're meeting a lot of people who are kind of doing the same thing as you, where you can work off another and kind of strengthen yourselves. Uh, like if you go to a competition and you're out here in Virginia trying to set up your own gym, you could meet somebody from New York who's trying to start their own gym. And have you, is that the kind of networking that goes on or is it a lot more clicky? Um, it's a lot more clicky than that, honestly. But, um, I've, I've, I've never met anyone that would, that's looking to open a gym. Everyone's just there, uh, hmm. for the temporary lifting. You got the vision. Out. I don't know, man. We, like networking, we gotta start doing that. We, uh, we've been listening to this UK podcast Oh, Andrew's telling me about it. It's called Four Guys and an Adrian. They're basically the U- United United Kingdom British bloke version of us. <laughs> <laughs> so they just sit around drinking, having a good time, kicking. I listened to a couple episodes, and they're just it's they have funny accents. And I remember the first um, the first tidbit I heard was it's it's fuck what did they say? It they said it's a it's a flute. Not a dick. You don't suck it. 
But they, <laughs> they said it like, it's a flute, not a dick. You don't suck it, mate. And I lost it. I was like, wow. All right, Dude, what are they called I'm again? check that out. Four guys and an Adrian. Four guys and an Adrian. They're like, who's yeah. the Adrian? <laughs> What's the Adrian? I don't know. They have a really cool, like, guess we gotta go find out yeah all right go yeah. check dude i mean they're on spotify and google and apple i know that so you can you can go find them just search sweet. it up sweet yeah i might check them out do you think that people in england and in the uk think american accents are funny absolutely Probably. especially if you go down south what do you mean like like talking like this if i go over to the uk and i'll start talking in a southern accent like this or if i go down south uk and i'm talking like this no i'm i mean if the uk come to america they'll probably think that we're silly They'll be like, yo, your accents are ridiculous. <laughs> and then if they go down south, it's going to be even more ridiculous. That's I convinced crazy. the entire JMU population that I was British. Yeah, he I think did. You it, it was like, obnoxious for me to deal with the whole night, dude. Every time, Andrew would just walk around these parties in a long wig, and he would pretend that he's Russell Brand. He'd go around talking like this, mate. And he would just, <laughs> he would like, just go up talking to people. And then he would just, he would get too much and people would be like, no, he's faking it. And he, people knew that I was with him. So they'd walk up to me. Yo, is your, like, was, is your boy actually faking that? I was, I'd be like, no, he's from Manchester. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just my story, right my story was, yeah, mate, I'll, I'll, he came, he came over to Manchester. I met him in a bar and uh stupid yank thought he could out drink me so you know naturally I've, I've drank him under the table well you do sound like russell brand best buds yeah <laughs> there was one time though dude it was that like i don't know like right before the very end of the night some a group of guys walked up to andrew <laughs> and they're like no you're faking this shit like come on stop cut the bullshit and i i just was like no nah, he's he's gonna cut it right now and i just pushed in i was like yo sorry guys this is my boy from uk sorry if he's acting out of pocket like <laughs> Just he doesn't know how it goes around here. No, they were they all there's like five or six of them. They're all surrounding me. They're like, Are you actually from the US or the UK, man? And I was like, Yeah, mate, you like you like my accent. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy, right? Like, yeah, no, I'm actually from here. And then they all just went <gasps> and they started like running away. You know, like when something's so funny, you just run away. You have from to leave it. the situation. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, Yo, you oh, no. had me. Oh, you just spilled it. You, how dare you? My apologies. No, it wasn't <laughs> even you. <laughs> it's all good. That's why we painted the table. It's a natural sealant. So, uh, I wanted to get back into <laughs> the meats. And do you have any like funny or like stories from any powerlifting meets? Like anything funny you saw or experienced? Like someone's like knee just breaking under a table. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would be like kind of mortified if yeah, I saw. I can't that. even watch. Like when you're watching people do the the leg lifts. Like uh, leg press. Imagine and, someone's like, knees. The shit just inverts. Ooh. Imagine just watching someone's knees just pop. Like, have you seen any of that? Nah, ne never in person. I'm glad. That's just gross. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yucky. <laughs> have, have you like? Do you have any funny stories or anything from any of the meets? Not from meets, but uh, my first time pre taking pre workout actually. Um, I was tripping balls, man. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> like, I took it, like, 30 minutes later, I'm, I'm there, like, I can't hear anything. I'm staring at the floor. Were you on C4? C4 does that shit to me. Nah, it was called uh, Defiant. It was, like, a big-ass scoop of uh, 300 milligrams of uh, DMHA. And, dude, like, s seven hours later, I went home. I was still What shaking. is that, like, one chemical away from DMT? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I went home. I was sitting in bed shaking. I couldn't even sleep that night. It was, it was insane. Oh, my God. So what Does happened it, when you were at the meet? Oh, no, that was that was just regular training. 
Oh, oh. Yeah. wait, are you allowed to take pre-workout at meets? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, really? Just, I thought they just don't allow anything. There's certain substances. Um, like so like steroids. Do yeah. they test you for Trembolone. Yeah, they do. Um, if you, well, it's only the top three lifters that they test. Okay. Have you ever seen three? someone yeah. get kicked out for using steroids? Like they did a test and they're like, "You need to leave." Yeah, actually, no person. Yeah, <laughs> you came in second place and then first gets kicked out. Yeah, <laughs> I won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You said you know a person. Yeah, yeah. That like took steroids. He's been yeah. He's been banned from our federation for five years. Oh shit. Yeah. How did he get five caught? Years. Did he just get off the cycle too late? I guess so. Yeah. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Do you understand how the cycle, like steroid cycles, work? Somewhat. Um, I mean, you probably understand more than me. Yeah. I mean, what do you want to know? Maybe like, can, can you explain it? Like, um, do you know enough to explain like what like what you're doing when you take like people take steroids? Um, from what I've heard, it's like a daily dose of uh, whatever you're you're running, and then um, after that, you're like running like a PCT to get your ho- your hormones back in check. Um, What's I don't a know. PCT? It's a post cycle therapy, oh. and that just uh, levels everything out. Um, Hmm. other than that I, I don't know the time frame like when you should if you're like competing when you should like stop using but yeah Cause that's what they would that's what they would do with uh, like bodybuilding competitions like Mr. Olympia like obviously they take fucking steroids yeah, and it doesn't have the same stigma as it did in like the 80s when like bodybuilding got really popular with like Arnold Schwarzenegger Lou Ferrigno um, or Dorian Yates like they're all they're all like yeah I took steroids but back then they're like nah I don't do that shit mm-hmm. but they would like get off the cycle like a month before and then two months before or something. And then that's when they like start their cut. And when you, when you, so when it comes to, when you're about to go to a competition, what does your like diet look like, like the days leading up? Because I know with, I know with bodybuilding, they cut everything, like even water. Like when you see a power or bodybuilder up on stage, like flexing, they're at their weakest point. They're dehydrated, malnourished. Well, not malnourished, but they haven't eaten because everything they want that like really grainy look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what difference is it when it comes to powerlifting? Um, honestly, until two days out, I'm still eating everything that I would normally eat. Uh, just that one day out mark, if I'm weighing in, in the morning, um, I would cut water probably like six p.m. Um, and Are you serious? Just eat a little less. Yeah. Wow. Do you eat after the weigh-in? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, rice. Uh, chicken anything just to get that uh all that weight back all that energy so how what what time's the weigh-in compared to the actual lifts um so there's like a two-hour window between every lift so let's say weigh-ins are at eight we lift at 10 and then at 12 you do a bench at two you do squat yeah something like that um okay i didn't know that that's Hmm. pretty cool stuff (laughs) <laughs> um, I had another question, but I fucking forgot it. You guys have any Dude, I, yeah, because we've been talking about Tyler and his bodybuilding, but I want to talk about powerlifting motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, I did mention to them that you do ride a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I want to hear about that, dude. Um, I mean, there's really nothing to, nothing to hear. I got an R6 and just do stupid shit on the road. I don't know what that is. Is that a really fast bike? Not super fast, but it's probably fast. It's fast still enough. a motorcycle. Relative yeah. to our stupidity, it's probably pretty fast. It, yeah. <laughs> How'd you, uh, what process did you have to go through to get your motorcycle license? Um, just a two day class on the weekend. Two day class? Yeah. yeah I man. thought it was like a few weeks. No, nah, man. Was it the one at Nova? It was at uh, Mason. Yeah. 
correct me if I'm wrong. They just like they just like give you a bike to use, and yeah. then you just go around and do all the things. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and then like if you drop the bike, they just fucking tell you to get out, right? <laughs> yeah, some, really. Some chick dropped the bike. Her, yeah, her leg was all fucked up. Yeah, like if you drop the bike underneath you, they just immediately fail you. How, mu- how much That's was it to fair. get your motorcycle license? Not even bad, like two fifty. Dude, I'm gonna do that shit next week. Yeah, go ahead, man. <laughs> I don't just, know. What they used they did it at Nova. I don't know because I want to do it too. No, dude, you take the test and then you go to the DMV. They put the little M on your driver's license and you can just drive a fucking motorcycle. Wait, isn't it like two eight-hour days or some shit? Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, it's eight not, hours? The, fir- the first day is like four hours and they give you the test answers. Second day is the second. Don't they give you bikes to ride too? Yeah. Yeah, they give you like crappy little bikes. I, see, I used to see people like... Dude, I don't give a fuck if it's crappy. It's still a motorcycle. It's cool as hell. What happens when you drop it? What happens in the 1900s when you don't have a motorcycle, so now we get to live in an age where we do, so I can appreciate it even if it's fucked up a little bit. What? Know? What the fuck? What? What was, what, what was that <laughs> sentence? It's a sentence about presence and appreciation. How fast have you gotten on that R6 of yours? Uh, 161. Good oh. God! 161 <laughs> I, on a motorcycle? Dude, you hit a pebble. What the fuck happens? <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, man. So I, what kind of gear comes along with that? Because I've seen you roll up to work a couple times, and you're wearing, like, this weird-ass fucking vest. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, just a just a jacket and, and uh No, but that vest has, like, a spine to it. It looked weird. Oh, no, there's a there's a pad in the back. Is that just to keep, like, like shit from kicking Dress up? for the slide, not for the ride. Yeah. Right? Like, um. if something kicks up <laughs> off the road, it's just to keep you from getting... Like, if there's a car in front of you and they kick up some gravel... Oh, yeah. Um, and that hits you, it's just, like, added protection. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Oh, I thought that was more so, like, if you crashed. Yeah. Like, that's why they wear leather. Oh, yeah, that's, that's probably people, it. <laughs> <laughs> that's why people wear leather, right? So you can slide instead of just, like, scraping your skin. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't like, know leather slid. That's why all bikers wear, like, leather shit. Hmm. Also, the heat of the engine. How much... Is, how, how bad is the heat of the engine? Um, it's not, it's not terrible, actually. Um, it'll burn you if you're, if you're not used to it, but yeah. Well, you you wear long pants with it, right? Of course. Uh, So dude, like, let's say, I don't know, like something gets fucked up in your bike. Could you fix it? I can try. (laughs) I can try, but. That's a good answer. Do you know like bike engines or you just ride them? I know a little bit about my bike engine, but. Other than that, nah, I, I couldn't tell you. Dude, it's so weird to think, like, put yourself, we're in 2021 right now, 50 years ago, let's, let's just call it 71, okay? We're in 1971, everybody who has a car or a motorcycle knows every single piece of that machine, what it works, how it works, what it does, and how to fix it. And now, like, you so have to 1971 take- 1971, you mean 20-71? In 1971. Oh. Wait, like, what? I'm, I'm 50 here. years Dude, ago. Like, oh, fucking <laughs> your, your granddad, your dad, they all know how to work on these old cars because they had to know how to work on it. And now, like, it's there's so many electric components to cars and motorcycles that you have to go to the main dealership to get your shit fixed. And I, I just think it's... No. I think it's knowledge that <laughs> I'd like... Dude, it's knowledge that I'd like to know. Like, how to... Like, if... If I get a motorcycle, I want to. I would like to know how to build it. If I took it apart, how could I put it back together? What does each part of it do? But I think it's not as important today because it's not as on the individual to maintain their vehicles. 
It's also people don't care because they know they can pay for someone else to do it. Like, true. Andrew, you have a Camaro. In the 80s, motherfuckers would be out there every day just under the hood. I don't know how it if was If you're a car 80s. guy, I've yeah. seen movies. Just, well, <laughs> well there, were, there were people back in the day, too, that didn't know shit about cars, and they just took them to their neighbor who did know shit about cars, and that neighbor charged them. Oh, fuck. I guess you're right. That's kind of how that worked. Like, there's always going to be generations of people who aren't interested in, like, fixing motorcycles or fixing engines or car guys you know there's like there's tool guys there's car guys there's guys who know shit about like the wilder like bear grills type guys you know in the night is just kind of on topic in the <laughs> 1900s before the 1900s before there was communication and we could see pictures of other towns there used to be a saying that was i wish i had a bird's eye view of the next town over yeah, you didn't because know. you couldn't get outside of your town like that. You couldn't see anything else aside from your own little town. I think it's weird how just in the last 50 years that's shifted so much. So I could hop on Google Earth right now and look at the, the depths of the Mariana Trench. Yeah, I mean, that's and that's not even the last 50 years. That's like the last 10 years. Not yeah. even because back in like the 1990s, like look at the Internet. The Internet was shit in the 90s. And just in the last like 10, 15 years alone, you like you said, hop on Google Earth and just look at like these clear 4K pictures of things you never thought you could see in person that most people probably can't and won't. Tyler, could you could you could you squat your bike? <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Could you bench your bike? Nah. How much does your wait? What's your squat? Um, five thirty. Jeez. Your I saw it. Weigh? Don't come on. Don't be lying. I I saw you hit five oh seven for one the other day. Yeah. Why just one? Why not two? I mean, that's that's how I'm programmed. Andrew, can you hit 507 <laughs> for shit? No, which is why I can give him shit for it. He Dude, if, tired, I he can up, do it. if I was even able to get 507 off the fucking rack, I'd be on the ground in a heartbeat. Yeah, I do <laughs> like, one and that's all I'm doing for the day. What? Well, you could do one of 507? No, if I could do one, <laughs> if I could do one I'd be like, I'm done. Because I'm lucky I got out of that alive. <laughs> how much do you weigh? Me? No. Like 110. Do you, Tyler, do you know like the proper ratio? Because I know you're, when it comes to powerlifting, you're supposed to be able to like do your body weight and then some. Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, deadlift is like four times body weight, bench is two, and squat is three, I believe. And you weigh 168, nine? Yeah, something like that. So if I weigh 160, I should technically push myself to be able to bench like 300. To power lift. Not like yeah, on the regular, yeah. Fuck. Not like on the regular though, right? Like that's yeah. not, a, yeah. Not on the regular, but to power lift, like to do, like to do that, then yeah. Dude, when I was weighing two twenty five, I was barely even benching two twenty five. Well, you were also like, you, you weren't like a fit. You didn't see, dude. I was fucking monster. Are you kidding? I was. I there was a too. solid six months where I was off nothing but like straight pre workout and dedication. <laughs> And I don't even think Andrew saw me. I was like a six months where I saw nobody on the face of the planet, but I was jacked as fuck. And I was when was this? Good. Two years, three, two years ago. Was that at Hampton, Sydney? That was at Hampton, Sydney. That was before I yeah. fucking picked up the well, coke. Well, there, yeah, I was about to say, there's a difference between being <laughs> jacked and being fucking coke skinny. Yeah. No, that was before <laughs> I was coke skinny. That was when I was just like, oh, like my girlfriend broke up with me. I need to become God. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of how it goes. Yeah, that's kind of how it goes. Tyler, you said you see yourself doing powerlifting for like another five more years. What do you see after that? 
Because uh, I know you're you're going to school for cybersecurity. So where? Oh shit! Yeah, why cybersecurity? Because you're you're really passionate about powerlifting and fitness and all that. Have you ever thought about that as a career path? I have, but I didn't like really see much like. Of a, is that more like a fallback plan? Yeah. Mm. No, Tyler uh, isn't about honestly, body. He's just not about Tyler. I'm gonna make a judgment, and you're gonna tell me I'm wrong. You don't have I'll to. Be careful, bro. He'll I can see. You. I can see it in his eyes that. Tyler loves bodybuilding because or powerlifting. I'm sorry because he likes pushing himself, and his goal at the end isn't just to like, oh, I'm a powerlifter. He wants to make a fucking change. I think he wants to do cybersecurity because that shit's important right now. Am I wrong? Like, dude, I'm yeah, just you're very wrong. <laughs> Damn. I thought you had like this whole like noble. Like, I just, I'm gonna save the world. No, I just Korea. asked him. I said, is that a fallback plan? He went, yeah. Oh, I don't <laughs> we're in the we're in the perfect area for it, honestly. Yeah, for cybersecurity. Yeah, yeah. that's true, dude. Yeah. We got fucking everyone out here. Every headquarters in America is in DC. Not headquarters, but everyone has location in DC. I'm gonna shut the fuck up for a minute and let Tyler talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, where, how did you come on cybersecurity? Is it just because it's in demand? Um, my dad actually does the same thing. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, and he seems to like it, so. Uh, I tried it out and it's, it's not bad. I like it. So you do like it? Yeah, I do. Are you so, currently going to Nova? I'm at uh, Mason. Mm. What year? I'm a junior. Oh, nice. Yeah. You like Mason? It's all right. I've actually never been in person uh, since COVID. Is that yeah. right? That's crazy. My dad went to Mason and I went and visited it when I was touring colleges and apparently just everything is shot up. Like it's a completely different campus. Mm-hmm. They've got huge funding and it's a like even better school now. Okay. That's where a lot of the people I graduated with went. I know a lot of people f- who went there for cybersecurity. GMU, yeah. Yeah, for cybersecurity specifically. That's where my brother went. After right? Nova. Yeah, he transferred from Nova and then went to... That um, was Matthew Haver. We had him on an earlier podcast. <laughs> you go check it out. Uh, yeah, he went to Mason <laughs> for cybersecurity. And now he's doing big things. I feel like people go there or they go to Radford. Radford for cyber? I don't no, not for so. cybersecurity, just in general. Have you like, ever been to Radford? Those are the two options. I haven't. Yeah, you don't. No, they yeah, go. At, going they to go Radford, to Radford JMU. and then they get roofied. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Radford <laughs> once, and I don't think I want to go anymore. Yeah. Why were you there? Fun once. Oh, just a party. Pretty much, we were down at Tech, so we're like, "Fuck it, let's go drink at Radford." And then we went to a darty, and I was like, "Oh, a what? Oh my god, a darty? What is that? You're too old. I am a day party." Oh, a darty? A darty. Why don't you just fucking say day party? Because Dude, was that where we saw fucking what's-his-name and they were like, you can't go over to the next yard because it's a different fraternity. And we're like, dude, I don't... Like, this is such a stupid fucking click thing. Uh, what, what, I can't even it's also a trespassing name. thing. I, I'm, I, uh, <laughs> it's probably a legal issue. No, because... If every single backyard in a neighborhood is having a party and they're all filled up with people, you should be able to walk back and forth between the fucking backyards. Because if you have friends on the other side of the fucking yard, you should be able to go see them. We were trying to see our boy, not my boy, like I've met him a few fucking times. He's a great guy, but Andrew's boy, uh, Tad. And they were like... That was JMU. I thought that was at Radford. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Dude, that was that was that trip, but that was at JMU. We hit. I can't tell you how many JMU, fights I got Radford into fucking dormant in the same weekend. Fucking dormant, just sitting there at the Holy front shit. of the party. They're like, "Nah, I can't let you in." I'm like, "Bro, you weigh thirty 
thousand pounds less than me and you're gonna sit here with the power that your stupid fucking frat gave you and not let me in my boy is right there just let me say hi he can attest and i'll sit there i'll go back and forth and they'll go nah and then who do you know here all it took was (laughs) for him to like recognize us and then it's just oh yeah you guys can come apparently they've been holding on to this story for a long time I just yeah. forgot about it until we talked until about just it, now so. when people piss you off do you just threaten to just fucking bench them <laughs> I, w- I would I rarely get pissed honestly I will squat you yeah. <laughs> I will squat you right now <laughs> Great stuff, that's true you though. seem like a, like a, a really like laid back guy yeah for sure you seem like it takes a lot to make you angry yeah what makes you angry honestly nothing if I'm being honest he makes me angry. Yeah, he makes every, every <laughs> someone something makes someone angry. What makes what's it, your what's, what's your little what's the little thing that you just see red? Haven't found it yet. Oh god, <laughs> like I'm people chewing with their mouth open. I mean, I can deal with that. Damn, I can't. What I about can't what about dudes who think they're big but they're not big? I mean, I think he just thinks they're stupid. Yeah, I know. We were at the we were at, <laughs> we were at work one time and. He's like, why is she with him? He's fat. He's not even strong. I'm you like, said that? I'm like, Tyler, not everything is about weights. How dare you? <laughs> He's not, not even a, strong. He's not even strong. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Sometimes you just got to be a nice guy, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not nice Until guy. they shush you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't shush Alex. Yeah, Andrew and Alex are assholes. I'm an a- you think I'm an asshole? I'm a nice no, guy. Actually, Alex is such a nice, genuine, friendly fucking person. <laughs> and then you'll shush him. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shush me when I'm drunk, I guess. That was really funny, though. That was a good day. So five years from now, when you're done, ideally done with powerlifting, you're going to fall back on cybersecurity? Like, what's your plan there? Hopefully by then, uh, the gym will be nice and uh, profitable. Oh, okay, so you plan to go full into the gym. Well, he yeah. said in four years he hopes that it's going to be open, right? Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. What ties do you see if, because you're going down cybersecurity and you're, a, you're right now you're number one in the state, but I'm going to put you on a national level and say that you're up there in the national level. Without you having competed, I'm just going to average it out, you know, assume. Because I like you, Tyler, so I'm going to tell everybody that you're the best. <laughs> so, Tyler, being one of the best in the nation, um, five years from now, you want to give your body a rest, so you pick up cybersecurity. Is there a... Do you find... Do you see any loophole, any kind of niche that you could jump on that's right between cybersecurity and powerlifting? Oh, uh, Damn. I honestly don't know. I don't think so. Yet, I think I think that that you could do that shit. There's something there. I feel it. <laughs> How would you do that? Like what? I don't know. Like what's a jumping off point? Like if you really think um, cyber, not even just cybersecurity, but into computer science and tying oh, in computer like science with powerlifting. Um, I mean, you could that could change everything. Adding. I mean, imagine if instead of having all of those people watching you when you're doing your powerlifting, you had some kind of digital spectrum for that. Like oh, yeah. a, a, a digital way that you could measure, uh, I don't know, like putting sensors. I don't know. It's just the food for thought, you know? Um, I wouldn't trust that. You wouldn't trust that? No. No? Just because like, people watching you are professionals? Um, 
that and your clothing like what, what you have on actually actually plays a large role and um is that right what it looks like yeah so like if i'm wearing all black on my squat like I, i'll hike up the uh my singlet and it'll look like my hip creep my hip crease is lower than it actually is so i can so i can fucking oh so no like you're changing you out. the appearance based on what you're wearing yeah literally everything in powerlifting is loopholes so it's not like oh my single is too tight i'm not going to be able to go this low down it's like i want to wear it this way so it looks yeah yeah that's kind of cool like you wear that's a darker really cool yeah you wear a darker color singlet to uh to, to match the bench so if your ass comes up it doesn't really look like it oh little loopholes yeah, yeah i like that that's how you're number one in the nation <laughs> not number not one in the state not me in the nation <laughs> Do you hope to be number one in the nation, or are you like states enough for me? I mean, that would be, that's the goal, yeah. But I don't see that happening, honestly. There's yeah. so many strong people. Why? Why? Nothing's impossible. <laughs> There's. A I thing. hate. I hate that now. After talking with you, Ushindi, I hate that word. Impossible. impossible. Nothing's impossible. You can do it. I I I'd word. also like to add because on the topic of Ushindi motivating us, you're already number one in the state. And you're, you have the humility, you have uh, the, the degree of humility that you're able to look at yourself and say, okay, there's people stronger than me. That doesn't mean you're not going to be the best, man. You push your, you got a competition on May 22nd. You go there, you fuck it. Oh, dude, I'm getting hyped for you right now. <laughs> Do they have audiences? Yeah. I'm coming. Like, seriously. <laughs> there is nothing, not a thing on this planet stopping you from being great. Like, and you're pushing yourself too. Andrew said the last time he talked to you, you were 20 is to pounds. To change up. your mind state into becoming the number one, okay. you're going to compete with Thor. <laughs> Move right next to him. You're going to topple Thor. Would you agree? Genetics comes a lot into play. Oh yeah, definitely. Because like, were you are you a naturally strong person? I'm just a natural natural athlete, I'd say. What I, are your, what are your were your parents athletic? My mainly my dad, um, football, wrestling. Oh, um, definitely then. <laughs> yeah. But like would you would you agree that comes into like play? Like it kinda gives people a an, an I wouldn't say unfair, but a bump in competition. Like yeah. someone who like because there was kids in like high school, like they'd just be benching like four hundred pounds, like what the fuck? <laughs> and they're like thir- they're like three months older than me and they haven't even been lifting as long. Like how the hell? Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing with bodybuilding. Like people, the the thing with bodybuilding is people always want good calves, and then you have people who have genetically have good calves. As I'm saying, there's some people who don't. Genetically, work out. the only thing I have going for myself is my calves. <laughs> <laughs> like there's some people who just don't look out, like work out, and they look like spectacular, like as much as other people, and they look spectacular. Yeah. And there's some people who just start working out, and immediately they, they get like super cut. Do you think about that a lot? What. <laughs> I mean, I think about it how I would look. Well, I think with with me, what I noticed is I'm not like as dedicated as you are for sure, Tyler, or like even Andrew. Oh, Andrew, I don't do powerlifting. Anymore. Okay, but Andrew's still at the gym all the fucking time. Like, if if I'm like, yo, Andrew, you want to hang out? He's like, no, nah, I gotta go lift. If Andrew's like, yo, you want to hang out? I'm like, yeah, I can lift tomorrow. <laughs> this is like he's dedicated, fucking. So, but when I, so because of that, because I'm not as immersed in it, when I'm working out, if I get into a good two week, a month of rhythm, I'll be sore for the first few days, but I'll see that progress over the month. I won't really plateau because it's so, um, I mean, it's, it's not as, 
I can't even find the word I'm looking for. Holy shit. But um, do you plateau often? How do you deal with that if you do reach that point? I mean, because if you're able to, if you're able to like lift 600 pounds, like that's ridiculous, man. You didn't just rise up to 600 pounds, I don't think. Uh, yeah. Um, so actually recently has been my plateau phase. Um, I was struggling, like getting past 315 on bench and uh, 600 on deadlift. But like as soon as I passed that, it took maybe like two months. Everything has been like constant constant growth like every week new weight so, so you yeah. just added weight to push past your plateau yeah how like that's all you did like what specifically did you change in your workout to get past the plateau to anyone who doesn't know what a plateau is Dude, can you I explain hit what a plateau is the reason i stopped well, working out is because i hit plateaus yeah uh it's just it's just being stagnant um in your lifts and your progress um, like weight wise yeah where you won't see any growth you're just at the same weight for i mean weeks at a time weeks months years even so some people well that's what like you said right because he said that he was working out at home it's and then Ushindi. he hit like a plateau uh, sorry <laughs> it's because he said it so many times so like he said he hit a plateau from working out at home and then that's why he got into football to find an excuse to use a gym so he could lift heavier hmm. yeah so I mean, my question was what did you change specifically to get past your plateaus Honestly, in your workout, in your workout, and your diet, and anything. Uh, that's all on my coach. Um, he pretty much, he he does whatever with the numbers and manipulates them, makes uh, makes the fatigue uh, less on me, and helps the weight go up and later. So you months. you have a coach pushing you to this. Oh yeah, yeah. You have somebody working with you side by side who's actually motivating you to achieve this. He's actually a. Uh, He's actually a national champion, so... Hell yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. So you have a mentor you're working hand-in-hand hand with. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I Is think that's vital. Is a big fucking dude? Nah, same size. He's younger than me, actually. That's, but he's that's smart, crazy. for sure. Yeah, he's he's majoring in uh in this piloting shit. Fucking, yeah. That's sick, dude. So you got your sensei. <laughs> <laughs> so he he's the one doing the behind-the-scenes, like, manipulation. Because I... So, do you have any understanding of what he does? I have some understanding, but he takes it to another level. So, so like prime example, are you familiar with five three one? Yeah. So you know how that works. It's you start at seventy five, the next week eighty five percent, then next week ninety five percent of your ninety percent match. I thought you're like, talking about music. I was like, where are you going? No, five three one. It's like the simplest way for a power lifter. It's a workout plan. It's the simplest. Most effective, simple way of building muscle and strength and the way it works, which is kind of what he's talking about, is um, it takes a specific percentage of your load. So you start it by getting your maxes and all the big lifts. So say, for example, for I'm going to use an easy number. Say your max bench is 200 pounds. You take 90% of that, which is it should be 180. 180 and then you use that number to go up. So your max is 200. 90% of that is 180 pounds. So now that's the number you're basing all your lifts off. Hmm. So the first week in bench, for example, um, you're doing five, five reps at 75% which 75% of 180, whatever the fuck it is. Then the next week, you're doing three three reps, what? 
So that's why you gauge, that's why you max out. That's why you see what your max weight is so you can gauge the percentage that you should be working at. If you're more, if you if you want to get better science, like scientifically and like keep up with results, yes, but most people don't do that. They just bro lift um, <laughs> and they're just like big weight, put up, put down. But you take you take seventy five percent of that, do it five rep five times, and the next week it's three reps at eighty five percent. And the next week it's one rep. No, actually the next week is three sets, five, three, one, five, five reps, three reps, one rep, um, at eighty five, ninety, ninety five percent. That one rep at ninety five percent of one eighty, which is probably like one eighty seven or something. No, that's not right. That five reps. That's at not 85, right. It, it has to be ridiculously. Hard. No, 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 no. Eighty-five percent of one eighty. So okay. that say that what's that like one sixty-five or some shit? You're doing five reps of that, and then it'll be three reps at one seventy, for example, and then one rep at. So you're doing eighty-five percent of your ninety percent. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it works. You never want to do it at, which is something I do. But you never want to do it at your actual with the actual max because it's one of those things that you have to build slowly and you have to focus on form because especially with muscle you got to tear it in such a uniform way otherwise you're it's not going to work correctly. But yeah, dude, if you use the wrong muscle when you're like if you accidentally use your back, you'll feel that shit. The rest that's of the why week. that's the, the sole reason it is what it is because when you get under a bench, say your max is. 200 but you're trying to put up 210 you're no longer using just your pectoral muscles you're using your shoulders your back your legs you're using you're compensating and trying to stabilize yourself that's where the the uh, the term mind muscle connection comes you want slow and controlled because then it's going to really focus on the pectoral muscle and like your pecs in it for example to get that up same with the squat Especially with the squat and deadlift. If you try and squat and deadlift something you can't get up, you're now using your back, you're using your abs, you're using... Is that like beef when you're shooting free throws? Like bend, like extend, I don't... Yeah, well, the main main point is um, when you're using all these other things to compensate, you're not... My whole point is... You're compensating with other muscles, therefore you're not getting the max out of this muscle, out of the peg, for example. So by doing that, you're actually hurting yourself. So Andrew and Tyler, as you know, you're building your bodies, I'll call you bodybuilders. How do you really isolate a muscle to work on? Do you want to take that one? I don't. (laughs) Go ahead. What specifically? Like isolate, for example, the bicep? Uh, like, yeah, let's say if you're doing, for example, a, an isolated bi- uh, dumbbell curl. So you're just using one arm at a time. You're doing that. When you're, if, if you're going just a little bit above the weight that you can, you start bringing that rear delt in. You start bringing your back into play where you're relying on that a little bit. How are you really isolating that bicep are you lowering the weight you're lowering or? the weight and you're like you can do it slower and when you do it slower it's act, it's focusing the point it's the the power is focusing on your bicep so you should really focus less on the number of reps that you're getting in even though if you're setting in like okay i want to get three sets of 12 reps um you're more going for complete actually perfect 
Yes, sets. you want perfect reps, but there is benefits, so specifically like with a bicep curl, if you're curling like a bar or something, there is benefits to just like maybe three after. So I did it today, actually. I had um, 10 uh, curls with a bar, and then by the 10th, I hit like my muscle. I couldn't get it up, and then there's a benefit to actually using that momentum and mm. getting up an extra two, three, because when you're building muscle, it's the last two to three reps that actually build the muscle. The first... The first couple is nothing more. So say you're doing 10 reps, that's seven to 10. That's actually building the muscle. The first six are fatiguing it to the point where you're going to hit a point it's not used to. And then it's going to adapt when you sleep. If you're looking at it anatomically, you're pushing yourself those first eight reps to a point, a ripping point in those muscles that you're used to. And then those last few reps are you're tearing the final part of that muscle to regrow kind of if you want to get into more like biological and kinesiology point of it there there's there you have short muscle fibers and long muscle fibers and different movements activate different points so for for, for prime example for why are you smiling am i wrong (laughs) (laughs) tell him he's wrong hop in hot take i've been focusing on your toes this whole time you're talking What are your toes doing? You got some long ass toes. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> I can land a fucking plane bro. on these bitches. <laughs> but no, you have um, you fucking asshole. <laughs> that was good though. That was great. <laughs> I look over and he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just like just moving your feet around. <laughs> no, like so you have your short muscle and long muscle. For example, with the bicep, if you go up to this point, it's gonna activate. I don't know which one's which, but it's gonna activate. For example, say your short muscle fibers. That's from this point up. Right. Now, from this point up, it's going to activate the other ones. And then there comes a point. There's one exercise you can do where you, it's one full rep and then one quarter rep. It just rips it even more. And it, it gets those. And then that's, how, that's where bodybuilding comes in. Um, that's where you see dudes obsessing over what, like how they're moving their muscles with grips and all that stuff. Different grip styles, techniques. and Right. Uh, it's just basically affecting different muscles. Yeah. It's all different. You're hitting different angles. Yeah. So one, one example is there's something called peak training. And you do it specifically with biceps and triceps is for when you put the curl up, you flex really hard and what it does is it pumps blood straight into the muscle while it's already um like pumped up because you're using it and then that's how you that's one example how you get the peak you get a really like big peak on your bicep and that's why you see like arnold schwarzenegger back in the day he literally had like a fucking point on his bicep yeah because you know it all does it little different things but yeah i don't know it's bodybuilding and powerlifting are two completely different training styles oh i I believe it with powerlifting i'm sure tyler is you're operating more in like the one to six rep range yeah with power or with bodybuilding it's more to like eight to twelve because what people don't understand is they see a really big fucking dude okay he may be big but there's a difference he could be big and not strong because a lot of power lifters and bodybuilders only thing they're doing is pumping up their muscles and they're inflated especially with the steroids the way steroids work is it actively creates protein it's just fucking it takes the the part that actually builds the muscle and it puts it in overdrive and it's just constantly creating protein which builds more muscle atp all that shit um so bodybuilders what i was getting at is when they're huge they're most likely not strong because they're they're just inflated 
if they stopped working out for a month, they would lose everything. Whereas Tyler, he is a power lifter. That's real solid muscle. Imagine, imagine a bodybuilder is nothing. Their muscles are nothing more than a balloon full of water. Mm-hmm. Pop that balloon, and then it's just gonna deflate. Now him, imagine <laughs> the brick shit house. Imagine a fucking yeah. brick. It's solid muscle, muscle fibers. It's like he could stop working out for a year. And he would lose a good amount of it, but he would still maintain a lean. He would still maintain his strength in general. Kind of. There's such thing called muscle memory. But yeah. I'm talking like his physique, for example. He would, um, he would, it would take a lot more time for your muscles to atrophy than it would for a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. Like there's bodybuilders at Gold's. All those motherfuckers are weak. Because all they do is just pump their shit up. Yeah, 12 right. to 15 reps they're just pumping it hmm. they don't have any actual strength now that's where um it's something called power building where it's a mix it's the workouts they're mixed with um bodybuilding and power lifting and those those are some badass motherfuckers i mean yeah that's the off season for me yeah <laughs> yeah what's what was your biggest point um i, I have some pictures but that was that was uh <clears throat> last summer probably what'd you weigh most of her weight is uh, 181. Mm. And during that time, I was smacking PRs left and right. <laughs> Were you just like yoked, just swelling out of every article of clothing you had? <laughs> no, nah, man. I was on. I felt. I felt super bloated, honestly. Really? Yeah, all the time. I, I was walking upstairs, like couldn't breathe. Freaking. Was it just because it was just too much weight to carry for yeah. like how much your like for what your physique is? Yeah, I mm. think so. Hmm. Mm. That's crazy how that stuff can affect you that much. Seriously. Like, if you get too big, it'll cause, like you said, like cause breathing problems or just because your body isn't meant to carry that much weight. It can get to a point where it's almost like unhealthy or you feel unhealthy being at that level. Yeah. Yeah, that is fascinating. So do you think getting to that point is more about your lifting habits or your diet habits? <clears throat> um, probably lifting habits my diet hasn't been the best that's one thing i need to dial in if i want to freaking compete at the top level but um yeah yeah just just consistency honestly because um i've been i've been lifting since um i graduated high school and since then i I probably put like 300 400 pounds on my total jeez wow oh my god (laughs) yeah so out i mean like We've been only talking about lifting. Outside of lifting, man, like, what do you like to do? You know, what do you what do you love? Hey, what man. makes you happy every day? I don't have a lot of free time, but um, what takes up most of your time aside from lifting? School and work. Okay, so, I yeah. feel that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's really once you get into that groove of being busy and adulting, it's really hard to have like even a moment of free time to like find things that pique your interest. Yeah, I really feel that. But I, I do go to, like, car meets and stuff. Um, like, ride my bike a lot. Yeah. Anything that goes fast, I'm, I'm all with it, man. <laughs> so there's, like, kind of an underground community, like a clique of bikers, I guess. People who just like going fast. <laughs> Adrenaline junkies. Yeah, I mean, shit. What would you... What would be... If you could do anything to get like that adrenaline rush of going fast outside of a vehicle, like if you were to go skydiving or parasailing, I don't know, like what would you do 
Oh, definitely skydiving. Mm. Skydiving? That's so badass. Man. I'd go skydiving. That would yeah. be sick. I've never been, but dude, I really want to. I mean, just falling to the earth through our atmosphere. That's crazy. That's probably a rush hmm. that you'll like never feel doing. That's like its own indiv- like isolated incident, really. I don't think once you skydive, I think if someone were to go, like, how was it? Can you describe it? I don't think you can. Yeah, no. It's like you just have to experience it. Tyler, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Oh, shit. <laughs> I was actually just talking about this this morning with one of my boys. <laughs> a word. Um, invincibility. Invincibility. Yeah. What, like uh, Wolverine? Yeah. Now, how, invincibility or immortality? Uh, just invincibility, yeah. Okay, so yeah. why? Um, I want to be able to, like, ride my bike, right? Fucking eat shit <laughs> be sliding down the road no fine. gear just, just 200 miles <laughs> face on an 18 wheeler yeah that's sick yeah right? invincibility would be dope do you think invincibility covers like natural illness like aging probably not aging age you i think you still age because it's like it's more invincibility is more like nothing can harm nothing well, can penetrate it can't you. penetrate you yeah like you're physically you're physically immortal, in quotes, but like I think you still age and you, your, your body still functions. Huh. Alex, what would your superpower be? You know, I really, I, I knew you were going to ask me now, and I don't know. I really don't know. Like, I go back and forth. Like, I'll be like, I would love to fly. But then at the same time, I'm like, because I would like, imagine just you're just standing there and you can just fly away. But I also defying would. Defying gravity. Yeah, defying gravity, man, like a bird. But better. But then I'm also, I don't know. There's just so many superpowers that you can, like, get. You know what the best superpower is? What? Check this shit out. All right, you ready? Let's, <clears throat> yeah, bring it on. Because I'm the best superhero. I'm fucking face the planet. All right, calm down. I would like the ability to change chance. To change percentage. Probability. What are you talking about? Dominion over probability. I don't know what you're talking about anymore. What are the odds that I could fly right now? Probably zero percent, right? Absolutely. What if I could jump that up to a hundred? So, like, you would want to fly or change probabilities? Change probability. What are the odds that I could? So change the odds. Exact changing the odds of anything, and you know, you could have fun with it too. What are the odds I'm gonna choke when I eat this pepperoni? Right now, realistically, I'd probably say I give it like a thirty to ten odds. Thirty to ten? You think I'm like that much? <laughs> like, oh come on, man! I'd give myself five percent chance I'm gonna choke <laughs> on this piece of pepperoni. But just for the sake of it, what if I wanted to gamble the odds? What if I just said, you know what? Let's make that forty percent. You know that pe- that pepperoni is Russian roulette, real fucking quick. So like you're like watching somebody eat that you don't like, and you're like, yo. Yeah, uh, even that. I mean, like, I'm not a malicious person, but dude, like, I, I took it to a. Dark if someone's place. talking shit, I'm like, what are the odds? I just put the fear of God into this person for no good reason. I don't know what. The, what do you mean by put the fear of God into them? F- fucking, I, they won't want to fuck with me. What? Someone's giving me like, for example, dude. Two days ago, I'm at like my my girlfriend's best friend's house and we're having like a 420 party right mm-hmm. and then all this girl's she has uh, this girl's sister has a bunch of her guy friends come over and they're just like a bunch of assholes dude and this girl offers me a white claw so i'm like yeah you know what, I'll drink it. <laughs> okay but then one of this girl's friends is like yo if that kid drinks another white claw 
me and my boys are going to kick his ass. That's a really and I'm watching aggressive. him, and I stand up. And as soon as I stand up, his boy nudges him, and he's like, because I don't want him drinking and driving. And I was like, all right, yeah, that's a fucking thought. But dude, being able to just, if I, if I had the probability right there in that's that moment to say, I want this kid to think that I'm going to rip his fucking throat out right now. Make that 100%. This kid's gonna run out of the fucking. I like house. how you were hanging out with people and like their first thought. It just sounds counterproductive to be like, "Yo, we're gonna beat his ass if he drives." Yeah, drunk. dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it's, it's kind I, of. <laughs> I literally, I walked up to these people and I was like, "What's up, guys? I'm Jake. Like, nice to meet you. Like, like it's just it's me and all these bitches that I know. And then there's a whole new group Whoa. of guys that come in. Why and are I'm they like, bitches? Because are they bitches? Because they're actually like conniving bitches. My, no, because my girlfriend hangs out with other girls, uh, and she has friends who are girls, so. You know, when we hang out together, like I'm a guy and a group of girls, and then all these other guys come in. So I'm like, oh, sick. There's some guys I can talk to. But then they're, when they're assholes, I'm like, you know what? They fucking, first thing they did, put a baseball game on. Big sports guys. So you didn't fit in? Dude, I'm not a big sports guy, man. Neither am I. Tyler, where do you stand in sports? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not yeah. huge in sports. Like you could, I don't get how people could just w- sit down and watch football. Or get really defensive over their team. Exactly. Like, like, dude, this is my team. I'm like, when you play with them? But then again, if you looked at me and you were like, Attack on Titan is a terrible anime, I'd probably stand up and like argue with you for I mean, you did that. you do that with me when because I, I say I've never seen them. And you're like, how dare you? I'm like, <laughs> I never saw them care. <laughs> how dare you not know this thing existed? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know, cause I, I mean I can go with that, cause I'm not a big anime guy. I like the I like the top tier ones that are like really popular in America, like Spirited Away. S- Studio Ghibli, Spirited Away. Dude. Yeah, those, the, old- those ones I'm familiar with, cause I saw them when I was a kid. But since then, I've never really felt the need to go and watch anime. Yeah, I respect guess. if you like it, cause I respect I respect the the, re- the reason animation I like it style and what I see and what I can really connect with with people, cause uh, dude. Like, even just random bad bitches will be like, oh, I just finished this anime. I'm like, oh, like, we'll just nerd out about this shit. Like, dude, anim- it's just this. It's about creating a narrative. Mm-hmm. Create, take a moral, a moral situation, something that everybody, a really complicated moral situation, and then creating a story around it. Not just a story, but an entire universe. Well, that's, that's that you the can get whole, immersed into. Well, that's the whole aspect of of film, really. Like that's the that's the that's the point of any movie or any TV show, ever. The first thing exactly. a person should do when they sit down to make a movie or make a TV show or write a comic or make a video game, first thing you should you should question to yourself is what's the point of this? What's the end game? What am I trying to say? Yeah, you know, for like anything like that. For me personally, like I said, like I respect anime, but I just can't get behind a lot of it because it is it. Lack of a better word, it's too foreign for me. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't really identify with it a little mu- like that much, and I find it like just me the voice acting underwhelming. I don't like English dubbed anime. I think that's horrible. Yeah, that's trash. But dude, I don't like because well, it wasn't meant to be in America. Exactly, but it does have. I think. I've watched a lot of anime, and I've watched pretty much any movie you could fucking name, honest, honestly. Like, I, I've fucking sat around doing nothing but watching movies for the last two fucking years. That's what I've done for the last, like, 50, 20 years. <laughs> yeah, but dude, it's something like that where you have an anime style, a cartoon style. You're able to... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's the best way you could describe that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he wanted more. <laughs> no, that was great, though. But no, dude, you're able to... I've seen... Dude, okay. Just taking it back. I've seen hundreds of movies. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll get a movie that's really... Uh, it tugs on your heartstrings, you know? It takes You'll you on an actual tear. emotional journey. Exactly. So imagine instead of having an hour and a half or a few seasons of watching people interact, but you know these people are interacting as actors. Mm. Then you watch an anime and you're immersed in this whole universe. And yeah. you spend however many episodes it's fantastical it's mm -hmm. whimsical and i think it's really brilliant um because the storytelling that you would see from from jules verne or from you know homer any of the old epics these stories the stories that really get you into a world outside of your own something that inspires wonder and awe and fascination you know, you tr you get on Netflix and you pretty much just see the same category of show. You could watch a show and you know exactly what's going to happen. How dare you? Breaking Bad is on Netflix. Breaking Bad that is the best live action piece. Do of you know why? Film ever. Do you know why Breaking Bad was so successful? Are because nobody's me? ever done anything like it. No, because I it's mean, an original well, idea. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And it's an original perspective. Well, well, but sorry, before you say hold on. Yeah. The reason Breaking Bad especially has so much weight with the audiences because of its emotional value. That's you what I'm see, saying. You see a depth of people that you never see before. That is what anime highlights. No, and that's what I'm saying. I respect that. And I respect it from an, an, uh, an animation standpoint. And I respect it from a creativity writing standpoint. But um, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, breaking like, like shows like Breaking Bad, uh, that, uh, it's, it's up there with movie quality. That was just this little show on, on AMC, dude. It's amazing. Because look at it this way. You have an hour and a half, maybe three hours to get attached to a movie. By the end of the movie, if it's really good, mm. you may be shedding a tear. A series, if you're watching a series, you're 60 episodes into the series, and then the main character just flips around and does something crazy. You're like, holy shit! I'm invested in this. Like, yeah. I'm attached. Yeah, and it can it can get really, you know. I think TV shows have more weight than movies, but movies have more social weight than TV shows. I don't know how to describe that, but I'm definitely gonna shut the fuck up for a minute and let Tyler take the lead again because we've been talking about anime instead yeah. of powerlifting. And he was he just... was in he was in the bathroom, <laughs> and Andrew had to step outside. Mm. <laughs> but yeah man yeah man but welcome to our podcast we're really glad that you're here <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to be here man Tyler yeah, what's your favorite kind of sandwich uh <laughs> <laughs> turkey turkey what else what kind of sauce do you want on that are you uh, going with mustard and mayo or are you going with like barbecue just the mayo you're <laughs> just mayo you don't want mustard on that nah all right, that's respect. So your typical sandwich is just white bread, turkey, and mayo? Maybe, maybe he likes wheat, bro. Maybe some cheese. Some maybe. cheese. What's your favorite kind of cheese? Is this really happening? <laughs> is this really happening Dude, right now? Shit, you got provolone, you got Havarti, you got Gouda, you got I'm Swiss. not talking about cheeses with you. <laughs> what do you mean, dude? I could talk about cheese all day. Wait. My favorite cheese is Tomei. What the fuck is that? That? Was, kind of a, that was kind of a bar. <laughs> when the fuck is Tomei? Tomei, it's a French cheese. It's like 
aged, quote unquote. And it's like Most cheese it's aged. like it's like a it's like a brie, but a bit more hardened. That was unhelpful. It's I don't know either. <laughs> so take a really sharp gouda, and then make it a bit softer. Oh, Whatever it's a brilliant that means. flavor, dude. You I don't either. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I don't know what that means either. Well, I got some provolone right here if you want. I don't some. care about your, Yeah, give me actually, give me some of that. You want some provolone? Yeah, I got you. Let me open this. <laughs> so, Andrew, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? To know everything. To know everything. Omnipotence. That's a good one. I just want to be like a omniscient being. What are you doing? That's okay. I understand. It's okay. It's You're okay. right. That was omniscience, not omnipotence. <laughs> so, guys, uh, I regret to inform you that Andrew's actually off the fucking podcast Again. forever because he sucks and we don't want him on because he keeps taking business calls. So, this is actually Alex and Jake's and Tyler's podcast now. Which means, you know, Tyler has to be here forever. And Yo, Tyler, so we meet up on Thursdays and Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, Tyler, as you could tell, we get about an hour into this podcast, and the first hour is pretty solid, and then we just fall off the fucking rails. When Jonathan was here, we went for a solid, like, 220. Oh, no, we got silly. <clears throat> In yeah, the end. Jonathan was just, I didn't have to talk once. <laughs> so many stories, dude. Tell us a story. I don't have any. You have so many stories. Tell us a story. <laughs> I promise I don't have. I'm any. gonna find. I'm gonna. I'm gonna dig into your psyche if you don't mind and find a story for you to tell. All right. What? Where'd you grow up? Um, Ashburn. Ashburn around here. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, elementary school. Were you? I've been in two two phases in my life. I've been extremely, extremely, extremely introverted, but I've also been extremely, extremely extroverted. Mm -hmm. And I can tell that you're more on the introverted side. This is digging deep. But is there something that <laughs> that made you just be like, I really just, I don't fuck with people. Like, I just want to do my thing. Like, I'm not worried about anybody else but me. Like, I want to, I want to succeed. Um... I mean, the whole young phase. I was I was extroverted at one point, but um, as I got older, I just stopped caring. Honestly. Yeah. You, did you start seeing people as like more fake than for what they are? Yeah, for sure. I think that's what it is. A lot of people are just bots nowadays. I have too much high hopes for people. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say they're ex expectations for people, but I believe that people always mean well. Like, it's always on the positive side for what I assume. Yeah. And then that allows me to be disappointed. <laughs> and That's it's fair, like, dude. Yeah, it's probably, no. my, like, somewhat my fault for having expectations. But, like, when you're, like, really tight with somebody, you're like, oh, cool, we're friends. And then you're like, they do something or, like, they stop caring or they're like, they'll, all, they'll just continuously yeah. ditch you. And you're like, oh, I guess I thought we were better friends. And I know he, like, he means it as, like, oh, I, I think he's genuine, actually. It really breaks my heart when I hear Andrew say shit like, who cares about honor? Who cares about valor and, you know, holding oneself to a like standard? Like accountability. Like, w why would you not push yourself to get what you can instead of being honorable? 
Um, and I think that there's just a standard that's lost now between actually searching through oneself to see what you stand for and standing for society and what society stands for. And I think that's the difference between being introverted and extroverted is you don't want to deal with the outside world because there's just too much bullshit. Yeah. You ever meet somebody who was like, like what you said, like is was super extroverted, but the world and people broke them down so much. They just became introverted and stopped yeah. caring. Yeah, dude. You know, cause I, I would consider myself still pretty extroverted, but I consider myself extroverted in the sense of I can walk up to a stranger and t start talking to them. But I'm not extroverted anymore to the point where I'm not going to like, uh, like go completely out of my way to make things work for people anymore. Because I used to do that all the time. I'm like, yeah, man, because I care about you as another person. I'm like, I'll reschedule my whole day. I'll do all this different, for, you know, put myself through all these hoops just to make everything okay for you. Because I care about you as a person, as an individual. And then you like something happens and they don't reciprocate. And you're like, oh, cool. And like over time, I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm. I can talk to a stranger, but at the same time, like I've kind of lost going my out, like going out of my way for another person in that way. And I think that's what really comes with being a good person. Yeah. Being out for other people, looking out and trying to push other people to be their best is you're going to have people who won't appreciate that. And I, I think it's, that's the thing with honor is being selfless. You know, this is a world that we live in, you know, doing to others as you would have done to yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's a scary world to live in right now. There's a lot of hate in this world. And being that light for other people means more than you could ever think. Yeah. Um, and I think that that alone makes the man. And when I say man, I've said this before, you know, a woman could be a man. When I say fucking most men are boys, a woman could be a man. doesn't make any fucking sense, but once you get I, it, you But get I understand it. what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. It's like, like when you go, yo, that's the man. But you could say that, you, it's like saying the word dude universally. Exactly. It's, it's a, a holding yourself to a level of looking out for others above yourself. Being that pillar of, you know... I'd of call light. that justice, light justice, mm -hmm. whatever it is. But I do need to go get a chaser real quick. So do it. We'll, we'll talk. So this is my first time ever meeting you. <laughs> but like, do you, so back, back in the, like earlier, you mentioned that you used to be an extroverted person. Mm -hmm. What, like what happened? Like, did anything significant <laughs> happen that you actually want to bring up on the podcast? Did anything significant happen where you just stopped caring about actually being an extrovert and you're just like, I'm going to just keep more to myself and just work on myself? Or was it just like a realization? It was, it was more a realization. Mm -hmm. um, I, I realized everyone wants to like fit a mold. And right. yeah, I'm not really with that. Right. Yeah. Because, well, that's, a, that's a, like fitting a mold is definitely a real thing because I feel especially now people are so quick to because we've talked we've talked a lot about clicks this this episode. I feel like people are just so desperate to be in a click and then they become what that click represents mm -hmm. in quotes. You know, no, like kind of what Jake said, it's like nobody wants to take the time to like search deep inside of who they are and figure themselves out and look like get retrospective. And, and, you know, go outside of that mold or outside of that, that small circle. Instead, people just kind of just become what that whole group stands for, mm -hmm. in quotes. And you just be, kind of become a cliche. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
But what else has been going on, man? Uh, just chilling, man. I don't know where the team went. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jake's getting a chaser. Honestly, I think we should just cut out the rest. No, dude, this has actually been really good. I mean, I, just, I think it's really good. We'll cut out. Well, we can chop in the middle. Yeah, we'll chop it. We'll it's just chop in the middle. Phone calls. No, that's fine. Because actually, we actually had some pretty good conversations, too. When well, I'm back now. He's back now. I'm back. <laughs> what were you guys talking about? So we were actually talking about the difference and how all of us actually became introverted and extroverted. And what that means to us, and basically how, like us, us, like you know, people as a society, like something can happen to you, and it just can turn you into an introvert, or you can have like a realization and you become more introverted. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Stepped into a gulag. Yeah, man, we're having. We we went down that hole. I wouldn't call it a rabbit hole. It's more of a enlightened thing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I don't really know what to talk about. No, anymore. that's no, that's okay. Neither do I. I mean, like, should we? Just... Yeah. Yo, guys, thanks for joining us on the Can't Take a Joke podcast this episode. We might do a little bit of cutting, <laughs> but I think it was a solid episode. Tyler, thank you for being here. This is a great time. We appreciate you. As always, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're also on iHeartRadio and Google Play. Look us up. Also, follow us on Instagram at Can't Take a Joke Pod. Peace. Take a